Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yup, yup, there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a re-release that's right, our first re-release of an episode of My Mama Told Me. Now, I know uh, a few of you, uh, all six of you, have been listening to this podcast for nearly a year now. Our first release was about a year from now, and we thought it would be fun for those who have not made it all the way through the MMTM vault. It's sort of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but we mixed the letters up. That's neither here nor there, but we have a vault filled with amazing episodes, and so we thought it would be really fun to re-release one of my absolute favorite episodes featuring one of my absolute favorite people, Yasser Lester, where we talk to him about one of maybe the most provocative conspiracy theories we could have picked, certainly for one of our first episodes. We did not have to start this way, and yet we did, and I love this episode, and I think you'll love it too so please enjoy and as always if you want to send me drops if you want to send me your conspiracy theories if you want to say slightly neggy things to me like many of my fans apparently like to do you can send all of that to mymamapod at gmail.com that's mymamapod at gmail.com and also I would love for you to rate review subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you do that stuff. It doesn't just have to be Apple, although Apple's the one I check. Everything else doesn't matter to me. That ain't canon as far as I'm concerned. So do that on the Apple Podcast app and do it before I get upset. Okay, bye, bitch. It's so weird how, like, the person you are in high school, unless you make drastic changes, is kind of just who you are. It carries over. Forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You carry the one on that personality. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They used to do those episodes of, like, Ricky Lake where they would be like, I used to be a a dork in high school, but now I'm 
fucking hot and like they'd come out you remember and they'd like yell at yeah. the person who bullied them yeah. in high school but even when they would come out you could still see a dork in them you know what i mean right <laughs> because a loser would be like i gotta get on ricky lake to show right. someone who hasn't thought about me in 22 years <laughs> you mean this, that this lady with the whole family you're gonna she, yell at her because she was mean to you when she was 16 grow the fuck up Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a spectacular, a wonderful, a beautiful, big-tittied episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep, go underground into the world of black conspiracy theories, and we work to finally prove that Jaden Smith can, in fact, talk to fish. That nigga dyed his eyebrows blonde for a reason. Humans didn't tell him to do that. A fish told him that. A trout named Harold said, Jaden, you know what? I'm a fish. You should look more like a fish. Make your eyebrows disappear into your face. We know you can talk to fish, Jaden, and we are going to prove it. I'm Langston Kerman. I'm your host as always. I'm having a I'm having a weird day, I'll be honest. Today I discovered that and I didn't know this, and I'm a very ignorant person, apparently. The phrase Siamese twins is racist. Had no idea. This whole time, I just thought I never knew that that Siam was a real place. I just thought that was the name that they picked for those twins that are stuck together. But as it turns out, we were driving, my wife and I driving past a restaurant that claimed to sell Siamese food. And I said, well, why are they selling Siamese food? What is Siamese food? Is that like when two chickens are pressed up against each other and they cook it anyway? I didn't know. And she said, no, Siam is a real place. And then I said, oh, no, that means that that word that white people came up with is just me. It was just two kids apparently born with their elbows stuck together. And then white people were like, all right, that's going to be your country's thing forever and always. Man, the evils of America. Well, that covers that. I'll tell you this. My next guest, he ain't evil. He's a good guy. He's a lovely human being. I'm so excited that he's here. You know him from, oh man, you know him from Black Monday. It's a hilarious show that he both writes on and has a part in. You know him from Duncanville. You know him from writing on Black AF. Huh? You know him from trolling Jimmy John's on the internet because he told me, and I'm quoting here, he fucks with Subway and he doesn't think Jared did it. That's what he said. I don't know. We'll find out more about that when I invite him on. Please welcome my hilarious guest, Mr. Yasser Lester, everybody. Oh yeah. Oh, man. Just, <laughs> just, here, let me, let me clarify something. Sure. I didn't say Jared didn't do it. I said he did it and I don't care. Oh, <laughs> you're right. No. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, so you're I like, this don't stop. bug me. Yeah. Give me my bit. $5 foot long. Uh-huh. I was specifically, I'll go to Subway, get a sandwich, mm-hmm. come back home, look at cabinets on Wayfair. $12,000. I don't care if a woman comes in these. I'm going to fit one in there anyway. Hey, hey, hey. I, my, my kitchen needs a cabinet regardless. What's that got to do with me? 
now you're talking about bonuses. <laughs> if you find a, a kid in your cabinet, you gonna send it back? No. Now you got a kid. Now you got a kid. <laughs> And what they don't tell you is, is that like you can also you don't gotta keep the kid. You, you don't gotta sell, keep that. Kid. You can sell the kid, and then that's a come up for you. You and could then, do, it's, then it's like you didn't pay nothing for the cabinet. Right. You you could do the right thing or the wrong thing with that right. kid. That's your choice. <laughs> Why are you making this uh, an issue for Wayfair? They're just doing good business. Oh my god! Like first of all, and <laughs> I know this isn't the conspiracy we're talking about, but I will say. <laughs> The thing that always cracks me up, like, especially with that one, I was just like, you think you're the one who cracked the case? Right. You know what I'm saying? All these people. I'm like, you think you think Wayfair didn't think enough to be like, <laughs> okay, let's name it exactly after murdered children or kidnapped children. <laughs> right. Make it $12,000, but no one will suspect the thing. I hope a 15-year-old doesn't come on the website anytime soon. Like, it's just so crazy. I, it's so, it is wild that they were like, the biggest way to crack this code is them pointing out, this one's named Rebecca, so there's probably a lady <laughs> named Rebecca in here. <laughs> It's like I don't think I don't think that's how you if I'm gonna like kidnap a kid, I'm probably not gonna do it that way. Well, yeah, it's like you're not gonna you, the same name. The <laughs> <Right>. same name. <laughs> <laughs> like if any it's more to me, it reads more like you know how like Disney animators are like, all right, make sure the pastor has a boner in the uh-huh. mermaid. Like it's like a we like it's mm-hmm. gross and weird, but like, there's nothing. There's not kids behind the boards of Disney, like you know, doing like weird sex stuff. Right. Anyway, it, it's, to me, it's it's more like that. Like it was just some weird guys. Like I'm gonna name these cabinets. Right. I'm gonna name this after the lady I follow <laughs> yeah. home. And it's like, oh, okay. No, you're weird for yeah. sure. But there's not a kid in there. There's you just got kid. some shit to work out right. for you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's a so, good one. Though. That's great. I'm so happy you're here. Me How are too. things? Dog, good. Yeah. Um, you know, me and you just worked together on the BET Awards. So this is our first yeah. time catching up since then. Dog, fine. I moved in the middle of this, which has been a nightmare. Chaos. Like, chaos, bro. Like, and it, this is gonna be on a racist tip but i gotta say so <laughs> hold on wait a minute so that's how they get you go ahead <laughs> crack it open <laughs> so my girlfriend chelsea who you know you worked with her on bless yeah, this mess in which uh hilarious. hilarious langston kerman was an actor on so she hired movers for us they end up being russian which whatever okay. be russian you know what i'm saying not but ideal in these up. times not but but here it, we are it feels like they should like that, we got a preface with yo. Just so you know, we're Russian. Like we're gonna we're gonna come through with the accents and all that. Hey, by the way, we real Russian. <laughs> we like just we like the ones we like old school. Like you know James Bond. Like we you know I don't own nothing but tracksuits. That's that's the kind of energy I'm coming with. But like to the point where it was like an older dude who was balding, and then mm-hmm. like clearly like his 19 year old son. Right. And it was like one of those things where it's just like for the son, I was like, why don't you do like Work on like one of them troll farms. Like you don't have to. Yeah. Like you're you're a mover. Like right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know how to use a phone, bro. You're like, a that's young what I entrepreneurial yeah. Russian boy. You should be. You should be hacking our our government. What are you like, doing? You would have a better life back in Russia. Yeah. Just sitting in one of them rooms, you know. Anyway, I digress. So they show up, and like, what would any other time be like a Walmart gigantic like Walmart store size 18 wheeler like the yeah. gigantic ones 
we have a one bedroom apartment or like whatever. This is so they show up. Cool. It's unnecessary, but all right. Yeah, they load up half my apartment. And they're like, all right, that, that's all we can fit for y'all. And we were like, what? And they're like, oh yeah, sorry, we have a whole other household on the truck. Jesus. And so we're just squeezing y'all on. So anyway, <laughs> we're just like, all right, we got to take this L. <laughs> So we, that so my point is is like we were so scared of them being Russian that we took the L on them being sure. bad movers, <laughs> you know. And like <laughs> this wasn't based on like culture. This was just two bad movers who packed you guys in together. Nah, man. There, it was it because here's the thing. It felt like, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be real. This is where the race part comes. It's like it felt like they knew. That um, we couldn't say nothing because they're Russian. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Like the kids, it was like a lot of like long looks at us. And we're like, all right, right. we'll just hire and a you, task rabbit. You, you both have very ethnic names. It's they probably yes. like looked at all the reports and they're like, yeah, we gonna we gonna well, we'll do whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do, we'll do whatever we want. Okay, what are we gonna give so them much? their own truck? Fuck yeah. them. <laughs> it was so crazy, but I was just like. Oh, this is like their time, and like I mean it for real. Like online and stuff. Like I, I hate the argument that people are like Russians did all this. I'm like Russians planted seeds, but like sure. Russians weren't at the voting booths. You right. know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right. they just convinced y'all. To they do were just it. sending out blasts, and then right. a bunch of y'all wanted this to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't do anything that right. special. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't great. So like, I'm usually just like, yeah, Russia, blah blah blah. But this time, I was like, oh, I, f- I feel it. <laughs> like I know I can't do nothing right now. First, like, they came for yeah. my national election, and I said nothing. <laughs> then they came for my furniture, and I drew a motherfucking line. <laughs> Oh my god, like that is so funny. Yeah, so yeah, that's so I was yeah, I was I was scared, but you know, good. Now that's all life has been, dog. I don't do nothing. I don't know. If, I mean, you're like out there exercising and all. I don't do nothing. I bro. run I, and then I come back inside. That's pretty much it. It ain't. Good, it's not man. that deep. But you know, we got to figure out ways to stay sane in all of this. I figured if I somehow could get buff before the industry opens back up and they have to talk to me different. Then I'll I'll have saved my career somehow. It's not working as you can plainly see, but I'm, I'm Wait, trying no, my I've, best. No, but your face is definitely like because here's the thing: you have because are you you're a drinker or do you uh, not drink anymore? I I drink. I used to drink a lot more. Now I'm like very occasionally I'll drink. Okay, see, I was gonna say as someone who used to drink and doesn't anymore, I notice I can tell when people stop because yeah. of their face. And so I was going to say it's you either bloke. stopped. Yeah. I was yeah. Either you stopped or you're working out a lot, but it's probably a mix of both. Is what hey, it seems like. I'll take it. Hey, man. I used to be a fatty. Now I'm not. I'll take <laughs> what I can get. Speaking of, of fear, we're talking about fear. Yeah. I had a little bit of nervousness going into your conspiracy theory. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. you have, You've presented one that arguably is one of our most challenging to enter uh, into in today's era. Yeah, yeah. In, in yeah, to, yeah. You absolutely. Know. But I'm very excited to introduce it because you were you also were the fastest person of all time to respond to the question <laughs> of what would you like your conspiracy theory to be. No it's one almost, has written back fast. It's almost as if I'm always thinking about it. <laughs> It felt like you had the email drafted already and we're just waiting for someone to ask, what you thinking about, Yasser? (laughs) And you responded. And it's beautiful. You said, My mama told me. 
Usher and Sierra used to be hermaphrodites. And boy, oh boy, did my jaw drop. And before we go any further, because I want to hear all your thoughts before we go any further, I want to be clear for our listeners at home that that word is not a word that we use for people. It is 100% an outdated word. The correct terminology is intersex. Intersex. Yes, Yes. exactly. However, at the time that we were Mm -hmm. growing up, That was the word that that conspiracy theory sort of came out of. I never heard the word intersex until like three years ago. And unfortunately, everybody was just running around calling Sierra and Usher (laughs) hermaphrodites. So please, Yazder, tell me more about this conspiracy theory. So and, and this is where we get into the like, this is where we get into the weeds of it a little bit. Because I so many conspiracy theories, as someone who genuinely loves them, yeah. So many conspiracy theories usually have a thread of like, oh, okay, like it's not that you can follow it perfectly, but you can tug on it and get back to where you started, right? Mm-hmm. This one truly the only <laughs> thing <laughs> the only thing I can think of, because I really spent a lot of time, I mean, here's the thing, I didn't, I wasn't as smart as to, like, go research it. The only yeah. thing I can think of is that they are... <laughs> I, just, I wasn't reading your books. Yeah, and they, <laughs> <laughs> Studying your science. Because, like, here's the thing, it's like, it was, I, I think we'll, you know, and I hope this doesn't step on any other ones, but we're roughly the same age, I'm, I'm a few years older than you, but this conspiracy theory hit the ground running Around the same time as Marilyn Manson had his ribs removed Mm -hmm. so he could, you know, give himself head. Yeah. And then that little Kim backstage one night, you know, gave blowy J's to so many dudes she had to get her stomach pumped. Right. So, like, so it's like, number one is like a sixth grader who has no concept of sex as is like right. you know like <laughs> i i feel like sixth grade girls get it because they have to like we just live in a society sadly that like if they don't have the knowledge dudes take advantage of them and mm-hmm. sadly it's usually older men blah 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 for sure so like usually thank goodness women have like a a better a better grasp on these things sex until I, and i mean this since from the bottom of my heart I feel like no man knows anything about sex until he actually has it. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter how many books you've read. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how many stories you've heard. It's like, w- once you are actually in the act, you're like, whoa! We have no concept of, like, where things actually go Mm-mm. or what it's supposed to feel uh-uh. like. It's just yeah. all theoretical, and then you get mm-hmm. inside of a person, and you're like, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. take it easy. I I think yeah. I get it now. <laughs> For and sure. And even then, and even then, I would say, like, I think at like time number 10, mm-hmm. it's like, you're like, oh, I got it. Like, yeah. this is what sex is. Well, that's why we're all so trash at it in the, the beginning, oh, yeah, is yeah, because yeah. we didn't know anything to start off with. And then yeah. that's tacked on top of the fact that right. we're not smart enough or intuitive enough to figure it out quickly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like men are, we're not sitting there studying and figuring right. it out. We're just like looking at it and being like, Oh, that's different than I thought. And then we like, you know, run and go come and try to figure it out again the next time. <laughs> oh God. Um. So as you know, as you so eloquently stated, <laughs> so it's like, you don't know anything. So it's like, not only that, not only do you not know anything about the act, like, 
being intersex is a very that's a very nuanced conversation yes. for even for even for the most expert mind in terms of like what that means, not just for the person, but for society at large, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like the Marilyn Manson thing, it's like you clearly don't know enough about anatomy to know that that's impossible. It's that didn't help that much. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, yeah, it's like, right. It's just like you didn't extend your spine. You no. got rid of the other part that you didn't. <laughs> If you couldn't do sit-ups before, you're not, like, doing them better because your ribs are smaller. Like, that's not the issue here, bro. No, that would be funny if you just saw a dude with, like, a 14-pack. Like, what? He's like, oh, I got, I got, I got my ribs removed. I got one rib removed. And now I'm uh, super buff and my dick stay wet. (laughs) Don't matter who's sucking it, I got my dick wet. It's so sad. So so anyways, as I was saying about tracing the thread, the only thing I can truly, truly think of is that they are both phenomenal performers and mm-hmm. dancers and are like for the sadly, for the Sierra of it all, is that she, especially at the time, was so toned. Yes. And so, like, you know, like, because here's the thing. It's like Janet Jackson was that toned. Angela Bassett was that toned. And, like, those conversations never came up. But I, I think that they were already in, like, they were already in the world. Well, you and know so, what? It, what it, and to your point, it wasn't just that she was toned. She also was, like, hanging out with Bow Wow. So she was taller yeah. than everybody. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. so it's like, yeah. oh, this big, strong, tall lady... <laughs> And she's not even that tall, but at the she's at the like time it was five, like five seven. Yeah. She was like six eight and yeah. muscular, <laughs> and so a bunch of high school kids were like, "This bitch got a penis." And yeah, I'm sure. hey, <laughs> which is like so so like because it actually it spotlighted on Usher and then went to Sierra, mm-hmm. and it was just it was one of those things again that like the Usher of it all never made sense other than I think. This is my theory. You know, I went to very, I went to very hood schools till, till high school. Yeah. And, uh, so this is like all like middle school stuff. And it was truly, it just felt like one dude hated that his girl liked that. <laughs> and he just told everyone that he was half girl, which is so crazy. Oh, you but think also, that shit's sexy? Yeah. Well, I already got a pussy on his head, yeah. so... <laughs> So fuck him. Because that's also the other thing that like was so, especially as you, you know, get older and learn about people's bodies. But like the thing that they used to always throw around and be like, actually, the clit is a penis. Actually, what his penis was a clit and Sierra's clit is a penis. And you're like, what? And he's no. like, yeah, I swear to God, it's true. They're like, yeah, nah, it's true. And you're like, it can't be. And they're no. like, nah, it's true. And you're like, okay, but at, you know, at sixth grade, you know, in the sixth grade, you're like, no, oh my god. <laughs> right, your whole That's world why. your whole yeah. world is crumbling and then you're thinking about the the one crude drawing that they show you in textbooks <laughs> and you're like, "Well, it did kind of look like a tiny little dick." And I don't know what to do. And you nailed it again cuz it's like this is also the rise of the internet. Like this is when like mm-hmm. the internet first hit schools and like there was no way to block anything. Right. Like, teachers had no idea what like a firewall was. Like right. you could just you could do whatever you want. And also it's like so much of the internet truly owes what it is to pornography. Mm-hmm. Like 
A hundred percent. Yeah, pornography built the internet. And so because of that, you could find all that stuff easier. Like, I remember truly the first two things I ever saw online were a porno site and then CartoonNetwork.com. They, <laughs> they had pictures of Dexter's from Dexter's Lab that you could print out and color yourself. Those are the first... And then the third thing I did was print out Bone Thugs and Harmony lyrics oh, I, and put them in a binder. I love that. I just was, love. Right. I hope it happened exactly in that order. That first. No, 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 no. <laughs> first, absolutely. You, you watched some porn. You mm-hmm. came, and then you mm-hmm. came to your sense, and you were like, you know what? I ugh, that that's a lot. I need to color. I got to color something. I love Dexter's Lab. I'm gonna color. <laughs> I can't color without music. Who did I listen to? <laughs> of course, Bone Thugs and Harmony. And you sat there and you colored Dexter and you listened to Bone Thugs and you you let your your cum soak into your pants. Well, here's this is the even sadder thing. Looked at porn. This is at the school library. Looked at porn. <laughs> then got scared and then downloaded the Dexter's Lab thing and then printed out oh. the Bone Thugs lyrics. But then went home and then, you know, thought about porn, clearly. But, right. Uh, so this the Dexter's lab was more sort of like to cover up your your tracks. Right, right. I, I just because I remember I I didn't know what the internet was and I saw this commercial that was like go to cartoonnetwork.com and download a picture of Dexter. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I gotta do that. <laughs> if so the anyway, TV's yeah. telling me to do it, I'm taking <laughs> I'm getting Dexter. <laughs> Oh, my God. I do. I totally agree. I do think that so much of this came out in an era where there were no the Internet was sort of like the the Wild West. It was like Deadwood almost just like a lawless town without any organization. And there was nobody to fact check anything. Whereas Mm -hmm. now, if some sort of conspiracy like this were to come forward, it would be immediately at least refuted, if not fully dismissed. There'd be a hundred people being like, no, shut the fuck up. That's not true. Here's proof of that thing. But we were kids and they were just like, you know what you got a dick under there? And we're like, yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know. Yeah. Because truly back in the day, like someone telling you something was equal to books yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for this presentation i would like to cite steve steve told me that uh <laughs> if you turn to steve verse eight he mentioned <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Someone could just be like, because I mean, truly, like, if you were in a classroom and someone ran in and said, like, someone bombed the CNN center downtown, Mm -hmm. unless you, like, got to the news immediately, you just, because also most people back in the day didn't lie about stuff like that for the most part. You know what I'm saying? People, I mean, people clearly lied about, like, Usher and Sierra being intersex, but like, (laughs) but like, mostly people, it was just like, news was news, you know? Yeah, there wasn't as much of a trend of, like, doing it for the, trolling wasn't the same thing. Right. You were actually, actually crazy if you were doing something like that, and now it's a little more of a gray area where it's like, you either are crazy, or you're the funniest motherfucker I've ever met in my life, and I don't don't always know which one. Yeah, so, like, when someone told you something, you were just like, all right. I mean, because it's also, like, if you think about it, it's probably low-key how, like, every religion started. It was just uh-huh. someone being like, this is what happened. You went, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Okay. <laughs> so follow you? All right. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, Steve said some stuff, so I'm going to follow him. I'll cite him occasionally if that'll help. The group. Wait, I just have to ask, is it a long line of Steve's or is it one <laughs> Steve who's been eternal? <laughs> I like to think it's a generational thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Steve and then Steve the junior and Steve the yeah, first. Yeah. And we, okay, we go yeah. down the line. All right. I like that. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break and then we'll be back with more Yasser Lester and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that 3 hour philosophy show Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We are back. Yay! We're back, baby. We are back here with more Yasser Lesnar, and we are still talking about the history of the sex of both Usher and Sierra and where that all comes from. Oh, this is the question I wanted to ask. Did at any point, well, first of all, who 
specifically do you remember telling you this? Or is there a person specifically? Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. You... It's like a group of dudes, but I'll be gladly to say all I'll be glad to say all their names. <laughs> Name names. So they also here's the thing, and I this is like such a weird detail to remember. It was all the tallest dudes in my grade. Right. So it was like it was all the dudes who were like, you know, five, ten in sixth grade. One of them was named, I swear to God, his name was Britton, but it was B-R-I-T-T-O-N. Okay. And, like, he only wore, he was just, like, it was crazy because he wasn't particularly good looking, but he was just, like, so fresh. Mm -hmm. Like, he was always, like, I don't know if this made it to Chicago, but just always, like, in a polo and, like, some, like, Tommy Hilfiger, like, carpenter jeans Hell and, yeah. like, some Reeboks. He was just always flossy like that. Then there was this other dude, uh, Timmy, who okay. like less fresh. I can already less, tell less no, fresh. No, wrong. Wow. They were like trying to figure it out, but he was he was like six three. Like they were trying to figure out how to have him play for like the high school team in like <laughs> sixth grade. Like it's like crazy stuff. They were trying to do that that thing that people do with like Dominican kids, where yeah, they, yeah, truly, yeah. bump him up instead of <laughs> yeah. bump him down. He's like, yeah. no, nah, he's. He's older. He's 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah 17. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was Britton and Timmy, and then the last dude was Edward. And Edward, I remember, like, so Edward, there's, like, so many weird. I'm going to leave out the dude, the last dude's name just because I don't want to put him on blast like Hell that. Hell, yeah, murderer. But I Edward's, love kind of. <laughs> Edward's cousin, the cousin's dad broke out of prison while we were all in school wow. like we were at school and like a news bulletin came up and they were like so you know like they like said a dude and the kid who it was like started crying and we were like nigga this is incredible <laughs> like your dad got out of jail congratulations <laughs> <Yeah>. man he's <laughs> like no Edward. i'm the one that put him in <laughs> oh god he's coming to kill me nigga. <laughs> why are y'all cheering please stop this Oh my god, that would have been worth it. Um, <laughs> okay, but uh, so then the last dude was Edward, and Edward was always wearing a Reggie Miller Indiana Pacers jersey. I love that. Yeah. And so all these. Um, so guys... those were the dudes. They like they like Loki like mobbed on me, like just like rolled up on me and was just you know ushers of her mouth. <laughs> I was like I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I, didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that. But I mean, like if if you're telling me to tell people, I guess. <laughs> You guys seem like cool dudes. I repeat yeah, it. I'm I mean, not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, man, I got no qualms about repeating something that I just heard from three people that barely talked to me. <laughs> Listen, I haven't figured myself out enough to feel confident <laughs> to tell you no, that's not true. So yeah, I'll go tell more people, and we'll create a violent and dangerous atmosphere around this school, <laughs> and more so for people that are struggling with their intersexuality. So thank you, thank you for choosing me to be your mouthpiece. Oh. <laughs> And then for high school, it was, because that's when the Sierra thing was happening, right. I think. Maybe right before, but it had to have been my homie Mark or my homie Eugene. Because they were, because they were, it most likely was Eugene. Like, we all worked at McDonald's together. And nice. uh, Eugene, like, Mark was from Detroit, so he, and he had, like, the older brother who rapped, and, like, we were always just, like, trying to get Mark. He was, like, varsity basketball freshman year of high school. Like, man, like, Mark is doing it. You know what I'm saying? But, like... I was the weird kind of like art kid right. who was trying to be funny. And then Eugene was just like this spacey, like weirdo. Anyway, so those are the people that told me about it. And like, again, like, I'll say this. The Usher thing, I fully believed. 
I just like fully believed it from the jump. The Sierra thing. Right. Well, that's fascinating. I'm going to jump in here because that okay. that actually is really fascinating to me because it wasn't one that I think that I heard when I was growing up. Oh, interesting. I had heard a lot of speculation about his sexuality in general, oh. but not a lot about like the possibility of him having, you know, <laughs> multiple uh, sex organs. Genitals. Yeah, yeah, sex organs. But I will say that it fit within a a world of theories that, you know what I mean? Or or a type of theory that made perfect sense to me. So it wasn't me reading that and going, get the fuck out of here. It was more like, I could see that. I could see how we as kids would have accused him of being intersex or whatever. We, you know, hurtful word we were calling him back then. But even in Siamese, right. (laughs) You know us, you're Siamese, right? No. (laughs) He got a Siamese ding dong. That's right. They fuse together, man. <laughs> you don't want to tell nobody because he say it help his dancing. That's how he danced so good. Because that's also that's part of it, which is so crazy, is that they were always like, but that's how he can dance so good. It's just like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Him having both, like... Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to go on it, No, it helps him move his hips in a it's way that a so man never crazy. should be able to. So crazy. But so with that, most of the research that I attempted to dig up about this, there's not a lot about Usher. Oh, interesting. There isn't a lot. Whereas with Sierra, there's a shit ton of of her literally having to go on interviews, multiple interviews, and deny (laughs) the possibility (laughs) that she's intersex. And the worst part about it is, and I didn't realize this until I'm like digging all this stuff up, she was fucking 17. Yeah, she was a child. This was a child being like, ha ha ha, nah, nah, I'm not not a boy and a girl mixed together, like y'all say, (laughs) over and over again. Anyway, here's my song, Goodies, about having sex with an adult man that was written by by an adult man. Same jazzy thing. (laughs) But here's what I'll say. that I I feel like, not to say that it's proven, but I feel like the part that we can take from this is that this is all, the Usher thing is so infancy internet Mm -hmm. that... And remember, I was like, I think it was just the spotlight was taken from Usher and then flashed on her. Yes. I think that's I think that that's the through line you can follow is that like as that rumor went on, they just attached it to whoever they could. And she mm-hmm. just happened to be because that was like, what, 2002, 2001, 2004 maybe? is when she came out. And I okay. think it was pretty immediate that people okay, were yeah. like, this is yeah. not a, right. a tradition, <laughs> tr- quote unquote, traditional woman, whatever the fuck right. that means. I will say that even because I don't know enough and because I I felt like this is important, especially in terms of this subject, I wanted to dig up exactly why hermaphrodite is a problematic word, right? And so what I uncovered is that basically hermaphrodite is not actually a, a thing that happens in a human person. That hermaphrodite refers to a organism that's able to hold both genitals or like a male and female sex organ at the exact same time equally, which doesn't actually happen in humanity. Right, of course. Intersex people actually is more complicated than that. Like you said before, it like ranges from anything from like a person who has just like undefined genitals a micro penis and enlarged clitoris labial fusion is one of the things undescended testicles or a labial mass which 
they, you know, if they dug under there, I guess they could find testicles uh, underneath. That so it's a like bunch me. of shit. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> I personally connect with the labial yeah, mass. Yeah, <laughs> man. Keep digging. Keep digging in that labial mass. You're going to find what you're looking for. <laughs> so it's like all these wide... So the, even the implication that like these two people are sort of this same thing is like a super ignorant thing because they could be a million different kinds of intersex. But it's also like, and uh, you know, there, there's two things at, at play. A, it's a child learning the concept of what a hermaphrodite is in terms of whatever mm-hmm. attribute that is to a, to an animal or organism, right? Learning that and then being reducing it to like, oh, that would be like if a dude had a ding dong and had a little <laughs> and had a vagina, that would be the same. Right. And you're like, that's it. Could not be more wrong. You're like, nah, yeah. that's what it is, right? <laughs> So teacher, teacher, I hear you, yeah. but I'm also, I'm hearing what I'm saying, and what I'm saying sound more like what I like to say, so I'm going to go with that. So it's like, you have that already at play, and then the concept that, like, and I'm not saying this to be funny, that, let's say the, I don't know what the most common form of intersexuality is, right? Yeah. But let's just say we just take the most populous form of intersexuality is, right? That two of them would make it as R&B stars. Dog. is like such a crazy Insane. <laughs> so that's the other thing that I uncovered is that, uh, okay. that intersex people only represent 1.7% of the population. So the fact that it's already impossible to make it to that right. level of celebrity, but two of them would under the dark, the cloak of night... <laughs> Make it to that level, and you, a nigga who's on the internet coloring Dexter's lab pictures, uncovers this truth about her is insane. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it, but it makes me laugh because I'm just like, oh, just like, it doesn't matter if it was, if it's 2020, 2002, 1996. It's just mm-hmm. like, niggas have just been bored forever. <laughs> 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 We just needed something to talk about. We just needed anything to talk about. Anything other than learning. (laughs) Oh, that that little girl's got broad shoulders. Let's say that she's a... She's a man now. It's like, no, she's probably just growing into her body and also very talented at the exact same time. But also, like, and and here's what I'm saying, like, again, not to speak on, I don't want to speak on traditional gender norms. Yeah. But... In the realm that we are existing, right? In a business, the music business, that relies on gender norms. At the time, at at the very least at the time. Sierra is, just because she has nice shoulders, she is one of the most hyper-feminine people who's ever lived. Usher, like, outside of, like, wearing a white blazer, (laughs) is, like, a very... That's a man, dude. He's yeah. a buff man. Yeah, it's like yeah. so crazy that we picked truly like the the ends of the spectrum for hyper femininity right. and masculinity, and we're like both of them have both parts. Next question. <laughs> if anything, if we needed a starting point at our most ignorant level, we could have said RuPaul, who already was playing the line, but instead it's... we were like, "Who's that motherfucker that that looks like a man and talks like a man and dances like a man?" That's a lady. Too. It's like, what are you doing? Why? Nigga, I said that's a I, nigga. I said he's part lady. Next question. 
<laughs> okay, but stop growling at me when you Nigga, say I it. Nigga, I said it, she park man. <laughs> Nigga, you heard what I said. Put the record on. <laughs> Put the record on. Tell me. I want to hear burn. Tell me when she talk about rolling on a nigga's lap that she don't sound part nigga in the way she's saying that. <laughs> so one of the things that I think is hugely fascinating from this whole thing, and like I said, Sierra. So with part of the Sierra argument was that number one that the claim and maybe you heard this was that not only was she intersex but that she had announced it on the oprah winfrey show that there was like this (laughs) hidden episode where like sierra had come out and like said like hey oprah i am an a an intersex person and this is my truth the episode does not exist (laughs) But everyone claimed to have seen this episode and everything that I uncovered was like a bunch of people being like, yeah, my cousin said that he (laughs) saw the episode. It was wild. It was crazy. It was like, get the fuck out of here. Because that's also a holdover from Mm pre-internet is that. It was because that's also the Tommy Hilfiger thing. Yes, remember that's exactly what I thought about. Yes, they were like, and then Tommy Hill, man, Tommy Hilfiger went on the Oprah Winfrey show. He said he wished niggas never wear wear his clothes. He gave everyone the audience a finger. He said if he see a nigga in his jeans, he'll shoot him in the street. Yeah, like like, Tommy Hilfiger never said that. But you're also like the dude whose first and only model for a very long time was Aaliyah. (laughs) Aaliyah is literally responsible. Yes. For the success of Tommy Hilfiger. But, like, it's just so weird that we can say, it, back in the day, you could say anything and be like, what did happen? Like, oh, it was on Oprah. Right. And maybe that's why she's an op. Yes. <laughs> Oprah let a bunch of, I love this. Yeah. Oprah let a bunch of bullshit ride because she wanted more ratings and more attention. And she was willing to let the black community tank itself for the sake of entertaining white people and letting her fake stories sort of circulate to make herself more popular in the white community. It's yeah. Now, now we're on this. I'm like, Oh, that's exactly what happened. A hundred percent. Oprah probably started all this shit. She, uh, yeah. Every, she'd be like, hey, <laughs> every hey, single tell him, one. Hey, tell him Tommy Hilfiger was just on the show. <laughs> And that's Sierra said she got a ding-dong hiding in the pants. <laughs> Make sure you mention the Oprah Winfrey Show every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. Because it's also like, I'll say this, like, Oprah had wild moments, right? Like, she had the clan on mm-hmm. and, like, you know, there was, she just had bigger moments. But it wasn't Jerry Springer or Jenny Jones. No. Like, the, the chances that two major things happening on her show and no one saw No one it. can track down these or that episodes. it wasn't at least news. That's yeah. the other thing that we just, we just <laughs> foregoed or forewent the news yeah. in a way that was just like, well, you know, he said that he knows someone who saw it. And it's just right. like, like, we all wouldn't, everything else made it to us, right? Like, mm-hmm. any other time, like, the Mark Furman tapes made it to us. Like, so Saw many it. things. Yeah. <laughs> so many things that were Rodney actual King news made it. Rodney made it King to made it to us. That was a home video <laughs> shot in the dark in 19, what, 1992, 93, whatever yes. it was. There's a reason that all these things make it to us, and it's right. because they existed. Right. Not because, like, there's some secret conspiracy not to show us the, the lost Sierra tapes. <laughs> God, I mean... I wish I was better at deep fakes because it would be funny to just do deep fakes of Tommy Hilfiger on Oprah and Miss Sierra on Oprah just making their little announcements and be like, I found them. I found the clips. 
Everybody said they weren't real, but I found the tape. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So, okay, yeah. with the Usher one, one of the, the more fascinating parts of that, because like I said, I wasn't finding a lot of information about any accusations about him being intersex, and even accusations feels like a weird term right. in this case because yeah. it's insinuations like insinuations we'll yeah sure yeah. you're a smarter man than i am you know the right <laughs> words but so it all as far as i could tell and this was my own digging as far as i can tell most of the accusation or, or sort of like criminalization of usher came out of exactly what you said which is this is a dude who's sexier than me and i don't like how that feels so i'm going to undermine it and then in 2010, he does that song with Nicki Minaj, Lil Freak. I'm sure yeah. you know the lyrics. Yeah, of course. Front to back. Uh, he talks about being bisexual or certainly like hanging out with bisexual people and like group sex and that whole thing. And in an interview afterwards with MTV, they ask him like, hey, Usher, are you into group sex now? And he's like, uh, his response was basically like, you know, I get into it from time to time. I like hanging out with bisexual people. And that's when the Internet's like, oh, this motherfucker up to something. He yeah. ain't, oh, he he on some dirty, nasty, <laughs> filthy shit, which I think then spawns because of our homophobia and transphobia and all the phobias. It moves into, oh, he's got multiple, like, uh, sex organs in his body kind of thing. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, and here's what I'll say. Granted, the news didn't hit till like, you know, four years ago or something. But if we had known Usher was getting all them poor ladies sick back in the day, <laughs> there's no way we would have assumed he was intersex. Not you know, at all. I would have been like, he's just not. Nah, he's just giving. Like, he's giving every woman he meets herpes. Every what you, woman. What we would have accused him of was being a bad guy, and then that would have been the excuse <laughs> for why our girls shouldn't have sex with them. It's like not. Nah, you don't want to fuck Usher. Oh, He's yeah. a bad person. Yeah. You want you you want your skin to turn green? Right. <laughs> he got diseases, girl. He got diseases, girl. Stick with me. I can't moonwalk <laughs> sideways, but I'm pretty good. <laughs> Look, I can't moonwalk sideways, but I promise you'll get home safe and healthy. <laughs> I bet now. you ain't uh, you won't cough tomorrow. <laughs> So I'm glad you brought that up because in 2017, just for anybody who doesn't know, yeah. Usher got sued for $20 million because a woman and then three people after that accused him of giving them herpes without notifying them ahead of time that he knowingly gave them herpes and didn't tell them, which is a crime, which they never proved that he had herpes or that they had herpes. In fact, I think one of the women they proved she did not in fact have herpes, but was just saying it and letting it ride. But Huh. I didn't realize this, and this is a very fascinating element of it, is that one of the accusers of the four was a man. Had no idea. Really? Yeah, there was a dude in that group, and he never revealed his name or his identity. He went by John Doe, as they do in you know court cases where you want to keep your identity secret. Right. And so I think that that just added to like sort of this weird dance of like what the fuck is going on with Usher. And so there's all these different historical moments that people refer to when they talk about Usher's sexuality. For example, his ex-wife Tamika Foster in 2011 tweeted after their breakup that gay men, quote unquote, gay men who look and act straight should identify themselves with bright wristbands, <laughs> which who boy. <laughs> I hate when I hear an idea that I had first. 
Oh, she was oh like, God. clearly you're tripping. This is yeah. wild. That is so funny. It's just like, also like, you know the Holocaust happened. Yeah. You know that like, just as a species, we shouldn't do things to identify no. if someone is different. Every, just leave it alone. You're just going to have to guess. And you know there was a small part of her that was like, well, I'm not putting patches on their shoulder. I'm just saying I... wristbands. I'm not but, tattooing them. I just want a wristband so that they don't trick me. But that's why I don't like the logic of it. Because it's like, you know what the easiest thing to get off? is a wristband. Yeah, like, right. you just cut them off. Like the gay, like these secret gay yeah. agents aren't just yeah. able to take the wristband off in the morning after a nice shower. Like, what are you talking about, Tamika? Well, I also just like, it's just like, oh, I don't, I don't want the world to know I'm gay or bisexual, but I got to put on my wristband. Rules are rules. Uh, you know, that's what Tamika said. <laughs> You know, Tamika Foster, Foster. Usher's ex-wife. <laughs> but so, Oh, but see, that was another thing that I remember pointed to about the conspiracy of Usher's just not even the intersex thing, but of his sexuality is because Tamika was older than him by like 10 years or yeah. something. And people were like, no man loves a woman 10 <laughs> years older than him unless he gay. <laughs> you're like, are you sure? Like... Every time, yeah. every if a nigga <laughs> likes someone older than him, he gay. <laughs> Something wrong with his brain if he like a woman that old. Look at her. What is she in her mid to late thirties? She's done. <laughs> it's so sad. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so that that happens. Then in 2013, I believe it is, Diddy does an interview where it's like one of Diddy's parties, and this is one of those where he starts videotaping the parties, and he has Kevin Hart hosting this party, and he's interviewing with Kevin Hart, and Usher walks into the building, and he's so happy to see Usher, and he starts talking to Kevin on the microphone with Usher, and he says out loud in the interview, he says, oh, I love this, this dude, he's my bro, we used to wake up together. I mean, damn, pause. And then everybody just started laughing because Diddy had implied that him and Usher used to sleep in a bed together as partners. That one's, that's hard. That's a stretch for me a little bit. Oh, it's it's not evidence of anything. Right, because I would just assume it was just like, even my head went to, oh yeah, like a hard night of partying, you wake up and it's just like, oh, there's Diddy over there. Like, I didn't think... It's not like he was like, and then I woke up to the soft, the soft warmth of his breath on my neck. I mean, damn, pause. And then Usher, he used to kiss me real slow. And he would say, good morning, Papa. And I would say, hey, Usher. Oh, damn, you caught me. Pause. <laughs> and Kevin Hart's just like, okay. Right. Uh, Naeem, where are you? All right. Naeem, get over here, boy. I'm going to tweet about this and get in trouble soon. <laughs> How about how about a, a, a smash a dollhouse over both of y'all's heads? <laughs> okay, and then oh, the God. last one, and this is this is one of my favorites, is that in 2013 they asked Jenny McCarthy of all people in an interview. Why are they interviewing Jenny McCarthy? I have no yes. idea. Why are they asking her questions about Usher? Even less clear. But in an interview with Jenny McCarthy, she was asked if she thinks Usher is attractive. To which she responded by saying, "Is he for sure straight?" Is he bi? I think he's hot. I would definitely be interested. I would have that unsure flag of which team he plays for, for real. Guys that are really well kept like that and aren't really with that many chicks, I tend to have a question mark. 
Because I remember, and I don't, I don't know about you, but I remember, because I moved to LA in 2005, and that was like, I was from Georgia and whatever, but that was like the, I, I feel like, peak zenith, like, quote unquote, metrosexual movement, mm-hmm. right? And the whole idea, when you really, re- you know, reduce it to its core, was that like, if you're a man and you shower <laughs> and have a t-shirt that ain't wrinkly, you are half gay. <laughs> and you're like, I'm sorry. What? Like, if you got a haircut in the past week and a half, you one of these half gay niggas running around. And you're you like, got secrets, motherfucker. <laughs> Like, all right. It's like, I'm so, cause like that's like her saying that. And it's like, first of all, when we talk about problematic white women, it's like the woman who lied on Emmett Till and mm-hmm. then Jenny McCarthy. Oh, she's it's right like, up it's there. right. They're the same to me. Yeah. Uh, she, I mean, you fucking, she did the, the vaxxing. She's like one of the source material non-vaxxers. All her. And the thing is that like it was bad information and bad science coming from a blonde haired, blue eyed, white lady with big breasts. Yes. Like who's already had some semblance of fame and who had a child that's afflicted, not from the thing that she's saying, but because she can point to that. Yes. Every white person believed her. She's the, she is lit to your point. She is literally the most dangerous weapon that the white community could pull out in those circumstances. She is both victim and big tittied and blonde. Right. She can go crazy with whatever she wants to say. And she did. (laughs) And so (laughs) like the idea that like someone who is so not just on the wrong side of history, but just like actually in their soul and in their atoms, mm-hmm. like is incorrect. Like she's not, she's not built the way a human is built nope. in the sense that like, I feel like her molecular polarity spins opposite <laughs> of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's just like, you're so wrong on everything. Yep. And so it's like the fact that she went on TV again, using the weapon of blue eyes and breasts and blonde hair to be like, Oh, he must be. Then of course, everyone's going to now we now the world is it. going to question it. And she right. made it popular in a way that it right. shouldn't have and ending it with he's too well kept. That's crazy. It's anyway, insane. Sorry. But yeah, well, I think we agree. Jenny McCarthy is the spawn of Satan. And <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> We're going to take another break and then we'll be back with more. My mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. <laughs> we are back here with oh, more yes no. yep. oh no oh yeah that is i mean it sincerely in in the grand scheme of heartbreaking things to have ever happened <laughs> i i don't think there was ever a point where i got to enjoy it the way other people did like oh, i was I just did. like oh i was just like oh no <laughs> This young king has to do this. <laughs> you know what? And I feel bad about it now, but I Yo. legitimately thought it was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then other people had to be like, hey, you know that's not good, right? <laughs> you know, like, he's he's really going to struggle for the rest yeah. of his life because yeah. of what he just announced in front of 5,000 people at a church. I was like, nope, this nigga's hilarious. <laughs> Here's, the th- here's what I'll say, because to pretend that I didn't laugh, like I I was pretty on board with like yo, like this is heartbreaking. Yeah. Until he went, women, 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 <laughs> and I was just like, you didn't have to do that part. <laughs> well, he's a showman. I he's know. He's always been a showman. He's so good. I still check in on him on Instagram. Yeah, he just uh, got in that fight with the lady at the Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. he's he's still working. Yeah, I, he's still I, out here. I will say I appreciate him in the sense that he's just like he's not like what's her name, bad baby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like you tried to like make a whole new career or whatever. No, but I do like, but I do like that he's like y'all not gonna forget about me, right? You know what <laughs> I mean? He's like, like I'm just gonna keep being myself. Yeah, but now <laughs> I get what myself is right exactly. whereas i totally agree i think the bad babies of the world are like a gross human being who then tried to did a bad thing and then tried to manipulate that bad thing into a completely different career that you right. didn't deserve and should not have right. yeah, yeah he's, he's just like no i'm gonna keep yelling at people and it'll be in under different context <laughs> and perhaps you'll like that <laughs> 
Good for him. I'm proud of him. Oh, God. I love him. He is a king. Okay. Now we're going to play a fun game. This is a fun game. It's a brand new game, and I'm very excited to debut it with you. This game I have uh, coined, and it's a game that I've come up with, and I'm very excited to introduce. It's called Langston's sister, Gia, who's 10 years old, describes new conspiracy theories she uncovers on TikTok. Yeah, so this is how it works. I'm going to play you some audio clips of my sister explaining a conspiracy theory to me. And I just like for us to unpack exactly what she's talking about. What is she what she's stressing about? And keep in mind, she is genuinely afraid of what's happening in these clips. She is not at all doing this for a prank or for some silliness. She is 10 and she means it. Okay, here we go. Okay, so bye thing about Chuck E. Cheese is that I don't trust them anymore. I've heard too many stories about them. They basically are saying that at the strike of midnight, the robots get off their stands and start walking around seeking for children to eat or to just torture them. All right. Yazzer, your thoughts on the... uh... So I I just, I have to be clear. (laughs) She's afraid that the plot of Toy Story uh-huh. and Mannequin <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> exists only at Chuck E. Cheese. Only at Chuck E. Cheese. When it is empty. Strike of midnight. Because they're closed. <laughs> <laughs> and so they just go around and be like, oh, if there's a spare kid in here, we're yep. gonna we're gonna we're gonna wait, it was either eat or torture. Or torture. It depends on the kid and the day, I guess. Uh, and which mannequin, I guess, catches them or whatever. I don't know. But yes, all- at the strike of midnight, they come alive and they eat and or torture kids. I also, like, does she know that they've, they've gone under? Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. No, she has no idea. She, oh, okay. <laughs> she okay. thinks that Chuck E. Cheese is the most thriving business of all time as far as she's... It's her favorite place, so she's like, nah. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is dope, and I hate to find out. It's as if your favorite person got canceled for her. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's your hero going down, and she's like, fuck, I love Chuck E. Cheese, but I'm hearing about these robots eating and kidnapping children. But again, like, this is, it's like the Wayfair thing that I want to, like, I just want to hold your sister and be like, it's not going to be you that figured this out. (laughs) Right. You're not the one. And I will say this. She's a, she's smart enough to know that she's not figuring out, She, but she doesn't know who to trust right. on the internet. So she, like us when we were kids, is just right. subscribing to these people who then tell her something wild. And she's like, hey, y'all, I got some bad news. <laughs> I'm hearing from uh, Josie33 that, uh, <laughs> that uh, they're kidnapping kids at... At Chuck E. Cheese. I'm hearing from Chuck E. Cheese hater that some <laughs> wild things are happening there at Chuck E. Cheese. Why would he say it if it isn't true? <laughs> well, okay, just the last thing real quick. It's just like the idea that people still go. Yes. Like that she's like, oh, I got, you know, like I can't go. Other people go, but because you know that thing, that stroke of midnight thing. <laughs> I'm you sure you heard. Gia. You ain't gonna catch Gia there, Shook Midnight. <laughs> Not today, fam. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play you some more in, because she she goes on to describe exactly because I was very curious. How is it that these people are or these Chuck E. Cheese robots are coming to life? And she explains that as well. They just found a man that was downstairs doing like spells and voodoo on the robots for them 
to kidnap children. He was using a Ouija board, plus he had like this circle and he was sitting in the middle with candles and it was very dark and spooky down there. And he would just sit in the middle and start doing his thing. Thoughts? Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to bring robots to life, that is how you would do it. Yep. So she's not, it seems as if, and this isn't a dig, it seems as if whoever told her the story, wherever she got it from, they didn't have the vocabulary for pentagram yet. Because clearly that's what she's describing. <laughs> Right, they didn't know. They didn't know like the actual terms of witchcraft, so they were. Right. She was just like, "Yeah, they got a Ouija board and some candles and and a, and a circle <laughs> and a circle." Because it's also like the other thing you want to say is that like usually for like the demons and like the the satanic you know conjurers, it's like they're pretty efficient. Like they're not bringing a Ouija board and the pentagram. Like you know, it's like they. It's usually one thing. Like, they yeah. either got, like, a pentagram with, like, a book of spells, mm-hmm. or they got, like, a Ouija board with, like, a book of spells, but, like, maybe, like, you know, like, a lock of hair or whatever. Right. But, like, it, we just need her to know that it's, like, overkill. Yeah. Like, if you're going to bring... <laughs> pick your pick your, your method to whatever right. madness you're trying to create. Because the other question is, is... Are they putting souls into the into the the robots? Is that what she thinks is happening? Is that I, are they transferring souls from hell, or are they just bringing them to life and they're just bloodthirsty? Yeah, I just think that she thinks they're bring just they become become alive. I don't think that the concept of like the transference of a soul is even that's a little too sophisticated for her. So for her, it's just like they are not alive, and then a man in a basement makes them alive, and then. They seek out children to gotcha. eat and or torture. Gotcha. All right, cool. No doubt. Hell no yeah. Doubt. No, no, no doubt. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play you the last clip. And this one, I think, is when she explains the Chuck E. Cheese employees handle what's happening with these kidnappings <laughs> and these robots. Oh, wait. So, the, wait, the Chuck E. Cheese people are aware of it. Just real quick. They are, in fact, aware okay. of it. Okay, okay. Cool. She'll, right, she'll yeah. explain it all. Okay, perfect. Well, really, there was another person who found an article about how it said that the workers, when it turns midnight, they have to go put on, like, the little cute Chuck E. Cheese outfit because if one of the robots sees you working there and it's midnight, they're basically come and hurt you or murder you. But if you wear the costume, they'll think you're one of them so they won't attack you. And what they're attacking you for is they think you're, like, a robber or someone that's trying to mess with the Play Store. And when you walk up towards one of them, they always look down at you because there's a hidden camera, I guess, in one of their bodies so that they can, like, scan you whatever to make sure you're not guilty of anything. Just to make sure you're not guilty of anything. Oh, my God. First of all, this is she is adorable in a way that like <laughs> that is so cute it's like i just haven't heard a child talk earnestly in such a long time yeah. that i'm just like it's so sweet to hear even though it's like you know oh it's haunting darker that, uh, yeah i'm not able to get her to stop believing this <laughs> but yeah it's real cute that she thinks it's real yeah, thinks it, but okay because i also the other thing to ask her <laughs> is at this point 
Mm-hmm. Everyone knows at midnight the robots come back. Everyone knows. There there apparently have been articles written, and it's not in these clips, but she also explains that the part of how they uncovered it was they found fingerprints of children on the windows leading towards the basement, unrelated to the fingerprints they might find of children any other time at Chuck E. On a slide yes. at a booth. <laughs> These were apparently clearly kidnapped fingerprints as opposed to other fingerprints. Yeah, so wait, there's also windows in the basement? <laughs> I guess so. I don't... Hey, I'm just a reporter okay, here. Okay, yeah. I mean, thank you, number one, for bringing this to light in a way that <laughs> I never would have guessed. Because the thing that's funny to me is that now the robots are sophisticated enough to like have cameras that do full body scans to mm-hmm. know if you are like, one of them or not. But also, if you just dress like them. <laughs> the technology it can't penetrate the costume. They they just can't tell the difference between but, the But last thing they they eat and torture children, mm-hmm. but they also defend the place from robbers. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Y'all got a so, weird moral code here at Chuck E. So Cheese. It's so funny. You're like, wow, it really is all shades of gray, huh? Right. <laughs> like, listen, we'll kill a child, <laughs> but we will not let you steal our pizza recipe. That and is untouchable. That, my friends, is why we will defend our <laughs> lands till the end. <laughs> Yep. It's so crazy. That's so funny. And this is apparently circulating all over TikTok and uh, specifically for, you know, in the network of kids who otherwise should just be watching dances and weird things. Yeah. yeah. Which is the scariest part. It's like, you know, you think that your little sister is on the internet watching people learn to like do the savage dance and secretly she's learning about murders and mayhem. But what I will say for right now, luckily, is that it's attributed to a business, which is hard. But for the most part, most part, it is just a ghost story. Yes. Like it, ain't, it ain't Pizzagate. You no. know what I'm saying? Like, right. Uh, well, that's I mean, the... it's a different kind of Pizzagate. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, that <laughs> that is the that is the slightly endearing part. Yeah, is that essentially what she is doing? Is Pizzagate? but for kids. And so the endearing part of it is that like, oh, this isn't attached to a real person who then becomes criminalized. And now we have to spend the next 20 years trying to unpack for other real people. It's like, oh, okay. It's like this fictional character that she thinks comes to life. That's harmless in the grand scheme of conspiracy theories. Yeah. 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 Um, but, I, I just because to me, like, I think that like so much of growing up weirdly is that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like so it's like, again, it's like the Usher Sierra thing. It's like, you know how they say, like, babies see more. They see more things because they don't have language to dictate the things that they see and they don't see. Wow. I hadn't heard that. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. It's like no. a really interesting thing. So I'll, I'll do a quick example real quick. But they have this thing called the green dot test. Right. Yeah. And so they take a village, you know, let's say in Brazil, right? I forget where it is exactly. They have like over 40 words for the word green because that's how nuanced they see the color. So they give them a chart with nine green dots and one is off by like 0.01 of a hue. Yeah. 
and say which one is different, and they can point to the one that's different every time. But that this same this same village or group of people don't have a word for the color blue. So when you hand them the chart with the same chart, but one of the dots is blue and ask them which one is different, they physically can't see it. Their brain can't register it because they don't have the language for it. So if you do it to someone like us who has the word blue, but we don't have the nuance of the color green, Mm -hmm. we we fail the same test, but in opposite. Right. So that's why they say like babies and blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to say all that, that it's like to the Usher thing, the Sierra thing, even to the like the thing with your sister, it's like we're all weirdly trying to define a world through the prism of like a very limited language, right? So, because like what she's actually talking about is just like the greater fears of like probably technology of like an unknown world and like what does that mean? What is what you know like what is the idea of murder and torture yes. and all these words that she hears, but she doesn't necessarily understand the concept of them, you right? Know what I mean? And it's the same thing with like the Usher thing and the Sierra thing. It's like not understanding that like sexuality, gender, all that stuff is fluid and isn't binary and like, you know, flows in very different ways. And because you don't have the way to define them that you kind of just like start inventing things. A yeah, bit. to your point, I think it's just us trying to bring everything closer to ourselves. And we do right. it in sort of like difficult, ignorant ways sometimes, but it's not always malicious it's just like right. this is the only way i can begin to understand the world or the feelings right. i'm having is to express fear and i don't know how to articulate what the real fear is so there's motherfuckers in Chuck E. cheese basement trying to kill me <laughs> and i i'll just start there and then you know yeah. the light world well, that, filters that means, it out to be clear the usher sierra thing is malicious <laughs> like that <laughs> We can't, we can't, we're not copping that one to like childhood ignorance. Like there was Britain and Edward and Timmy. <laughs> Timmy hates you, Usher. He thinks Timmy. you're, you're, you got a vagina on your hip <laughs> and he hates you and he'll never forgive you for what you did. Which and that's made. where, and that's where he keep his CDs. <laughs> and that's how he was handing them out. He would, he had a little vagina on his hip and then he would keep the CDs in there and the tapes and he'd pull them out. And then that's how LA, that's how LA Reed got his demo. And you know it's true because all his CDs, if he ever gave you one, they were a little wet. They were just a little bit wet. And you know because it was in that pussy pocket on his hip. <laughs> all right. All right. We've crossed the threshold. We did it. I think we. This oh was so much God. fun, dude. The, oh, thank you thank so you for much for doing me, it. For real. Hey, can you can you tell the people where they can find you and what you got going on? Oh uh, yeah, I got I got nothing going on, but you can go to Fuck Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Instagram uh, and search my name Yasser Lester Y A S S I R L E S T E R and do the same thing on Twitter. I would do the handles, but just look for my name and one of I'm one of my favorite people to follow on any platform. Fantastic. Dog, you're one of my favorites to follow. You really make me laugh on there in a way that like and I it's weird to end this on a complimentary note. No, please. But I feel <laughs> I I mean this sincerely because I'd only known you from afar from a very long yeah. time. And then we like started, you know, kind of met through Chris and and Sam and everyone and Jack. But you are your sense of humor is wholly original in a way that I I get glimpses into the way your mind works, ah. even through like social media, and it really is entertaining because like so much of it is just aping other people's senses of humor. But yeah. you are truly you are very original, and I, I dig that about you. You're a sweet you man, so and I feel uncomfortable, and I'm gonna call you <laughs> I'm gonna call you intersex from now on. 
I'm gonna accuse you of things that that just help me deal with my feelings. But follow Yazzer, he's the best. Oh my Thank God. you so much for listening. Subscribe or like it and review it. Do whatever you do to a podcast. I don't know. I just be talking. Okay, this is my mama told me. Bye. Peace. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.